something somewhere. It's your boy Crown One. It's your boy Ukali White. It's your boy Don't Blink. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. 2017, fellas. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And we got an interesting topic today. Talked about some good stuff. Don't blink an eye last week. Right, um, right. That was uh, definitely hit home for a lot of folks um, <laughs> on many different areas. Um, right. This week we're talking about something that I feel, and I think you brothers will agree with me, that hits home for every believer, no matter where you're from, uh, race, you know, as the term goes, um, wow. to gender uh, or whatever. Um yeah, so today's topic is the truth about deliverance. The truth about deliverance. Give me a mic test real quick, brother. Mic check. There we go. Two. Okay. Yeah, so the truth about deliverance. Um, basically, we talked about this um, last week. Uh, a lot of people said, uh, you know, a lot of people say, well, once you're delivered, you will never be tempted again. Um, and scripture shows us that's yeah. not always the case. Right, right, um, right, right, right. So uh, what, we're, what we're discussing is the truth about temptation, the truth that um, when you're delivered, um, you may be tempted again. Um, right. As, <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> uh, well, not, you, you may be, well, yeah, you will be tempted to right. sin again. Um and we see we see this in manner of which um regarding Jesus when he delivered those, he said, Go and sin no more. Um uh, when he saved uh the woman who was an adulterer, an adulteress, who was caught in the act, in the act. of adultery. Um she, you know, was about to be stoned. Right. And uh long story short, which many, you know, summarize the story as well uh he without sin cast the first stone and you know basically saying you know whether they've somebody at one point has committed the same sin within their heart um or uh literally in the physical sense so you know after uh this um encounter with jesus uh and amongst those that were ready to stone her to death he said go and sin no more wow which the Lord has revealed to me, and I'm sure he's revealed to you, brothers, is that even when he's delivered us from sexual immorality or delivered us from substance abuse or substance addiction, um, does not mean we are in heaven on earth. Come on. I like that. It means we are not yielding to temptation at that very moment, but we will be tempted to fall back under the authority of sin or the authority of temptation. Um, so when she was delivered from sexual perversion and sexual immorality um, in the adultery sense, it doesn't mean she wasn't tempted again. She was not tempted again um, to sin. In right, that matter. right, right. Man. I mean, heavy topic. I mean, something that definitely the church from the North Coast or from the 
north to the south in mm-hmm. the United States, from the east to the west, needs to, needs to talk about it. This is real. Christ talked about it. Mm-hmm. The early church leaders talked about it. You know, I was thinking about uh, even Paul as he was speaking to people of Galatia about the uh, temptation that we're going to face, the temptation mm-hmm. that, that, you know, once you, once you come to Christ, it doesn't mean you're, you're not going to be tempta- uh, tempted by the devil. Matter of fact, when you come to Christ, you have just now entered into a spiritual war zone. <laughs> You've entered into a spiritual battle. Paul says, mm-hmm. Galatians 5.16, walk by the spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. Right. For the desires of the flesh are against the spirit, and the desires of the spirit are against the flesh. For these are opposed to each other to keep you from doing the things, as a believer, the things that you want to do. Mm -hmm. But if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. So, I mean, he makes it clear that, hey... There's a war going on just because you've committed your life to Christ and you have God's spirit. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have the power that raised Christ from the dead. Mm-hmm. You're, the temptation, Satan is, Satan is going to work even harder to tempt us. Right. He's going to work even harder to cause us to fall. But right. again, we have the power, as you were saying, Stephen, crown one, uh, not to yield to it. Mm-hmm. And it, it's a choice. It's a decision. Right. Well... What can I say? That's that's the Bible. Uh, I, I just want to say this: that do you think it's important that people get educated about spiritual warfare before they actually receive salvation? Um, and what level of before how, how, they receive salvation? Before, because you said you, you said we enter into we enter into a uh, spiritual war. spiritual warfare. So. Mm-hmm. Those of us who experienced salvation before we was educated, we found it difficult to battle, understanding how to battle against spirits and demonic spirits. And, and, you know, then you have new revelation <clears throat> that is coming about where, you know, <clears throat> new strategies and new revelation, new books are being written, you know, based off the Bible, hopefully, that is dealing right. with spiritual <laughs> warfare. Yes. So... I'm asking, do you think it's important to for one to study to show that self approved, you know, saying mm-hmm. educate themselves before they receive salvation or that has to happen after? Um, that's mm. a good question. Stephen? Uh, it is important for one to first have faith. Um as we're instructed in Hebrews 11, yes. uh, for without faith, um, you can't accomplish anything. And then, you know, in later verses, um, you know, it gives illustration or allegory, well, I wouldn't say allegory, but illustration to where faith was exercised in the saints of old. Mm-hmm. Amen. So uh, it is uh, by grace through faith that we are saved. So before um, becoming saved, it is just important for a person to have faith. Uh, you don't necessarily have to know all of the theological deep understanding um, because to majority of those individuals, it is meat. And as a newborn babe, you know, lest we become like children unto God, you know, we won't be saved. Right. So it is important to realize that I think you should study to so yourself approve after salvation, but it is not a requirement for salvation. Right. That's my opinion. Right. Right. 
I mean, you know, definitely. Right. Um, and what you all, what we're talking about is the process of becoming more like Christ. The process right. of, I mean, you commit your life to Christ by faith in Him. You believe in Him, so you commit your life to Him. Mm -hmm. But then that, that what needs to happen next is that that training. You need we need to go through constant training. Mm -hmm. We're representatives of Christ. We're His ambassadors, but that. You know, we need to be trained in that. We need to, the Bible calls it discipleship. We need to be discipled. We need to be taught about what we're not. Now that you're a believer, this is what you're going to face. Mm -hmm. The world hated Christ. They're going to hate you. Satan was constantly battling against Christ. Of course, he's going to battle against you as one committed to Christ. So mm -hmm. the temptation is going to be there. But see, that's where the body of Christ, the church, must do a much better job of stepping up. When people come to Christ, when they've committed their life to Christ, and we know it, I mean, we should be connected to that person. That person needs to be connected to mm -hmm. some brothers and sisters who will walk with them and, and give them the real. Look, right. you, you're going to be tempted sexually. Right. You're going to be tempted to, to, to do things the way you used to. But you have power. Let's talk about the power that you have. Let's talk mm -hmm. about the spirit of God and the strength that he gives you right. to, uh, to overcome what's thrown at you. Right. Right. So we got some. Oh, guess with us, and they want to comment or commenting on what we're saying. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, Who we got with us today? Right. So we have uh, Sister Dorothy Clark. All right. And mm -hmm. Sister Bertha Lewis. I'm sorry? Just a quick pause. We <laughs> quick pause here. Quick pause in this live, live recording. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> the beauty of going live. We're live. <laughs> yeah, we're live. Uh, in the sanctuary. Uh, so, um, so, so yeah, the education. I mean, do we need to be educated pre our commitment to Christ, or do we need about uh, you know this this temptation, the spiritual warfare, right? Or is it something that should that we as believers, the church, should take to a whole nother level when we know that people have come to Christ. Right. Right. You know, I just, you know, as a leader myself, you know, dealing with people that are being discipled, you know, they, they fall, they stumble back into something they left alone. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that's it's, true. And, and so you have those who <laughs> lay the gauntlet down and just say, Hey, <laughs> right. <laughs> you need to stop doing this. Right. Blah, 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 blah. That's true. Just, just whooping it. And, you know, and I think the conviction is already there because, you know, Christ is within them. Right. And they, and they made a change. And then I think it's important for us as, you know, Christians to not, uh, I'm not, not saying, I'm not saying take away from God's conviction. Right. What I'm saying we need to let them know that it was real. It didn't yeah. happen. It was, I love a, that. it was a conversion. Cause we start, you know, we'll start uh, questioning whether or not. Ah. Uh, I we see were, it all the time. We, we were born of the spirit. Right. Born again. Right. Well, well, you don't need to question it. That the fact that you are convicted and feel, feel right. bad it, 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 shows it, that the spirit the of God is working. It shows the conversion, but a lot of folks don't feel. Sometimes it, the enemy gets in people's heads and say, hey, you know, it wasn't real. It didn't happen. What they're saying wasn't, it didn't happen. What you experienced, you know, saying it wasn't, wasn't actual in your life. And I'm, I'm, I'm finding that, you know, instead of beating people up and making them feel bad, you right. know, and guilty. You right. Know, and, and so what we just want to highlight is that you will go through struggles as a believer. Yes, you will. Right. Um, and Paul illustrates this beautifully within Romans 7. He says, 
and I have to scroll up because I'm uh, in the new age with this oh. tablet here. Romans seven nineteen says, "For the good that I would would do not, but the evil which I would not that I wow. do." Verse twenty. Now, if I do that, I would not. It is no more that it is no more I, um, no more I, that do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. I find then a law that when I do good, evil is present with me. For I delight in the law of God after the inward man. Right. But I see another law in my members, warring against the law of my mind and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin, which is in my members. Right. Oh, wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from the body of this death? I thank God through Jesus Christ, our Lord. So then with the mind, with the mind, I myself serve the law of God, but with the flesh, the law of sin. Wow. I mean, that, that's powerful. I mean, that speaks of um, the process that we all go through right. and the fight that we're all in. Right. Because our passion is to honor God. Man, I want to live holy. Right. Mm -hmm. I want to live according to the righteousness of God. But Satan is working hard for me not to do that. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, what, I, what I'm finding, and you guys can please agree with me on this, I'm finding that it's a, it's a, it's a subtle stripping process that, you know, yeah, we make it subtle, you know what I'm saying, um, Mm -hmm. Because of our capacity to comprehend what we need to let go of, as right. far as our concerning our will, right? You know, and I think a lot of times we get confused, and we feel like as if God's will for our lives lives aren't, you know, it doesn't match with what we desire for ourselves. Mm -hmm. hmm. So I, I found out in my personal life that you know it was a matter of trusting Him. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And saying and realizing that what you desire for me is greater than my own personal desire for myself. Amen. Amen. And that's true. You, you know, know and, and so that the process of letting go, letting him, you know, redesign our life and re restructure, replan our life, this life of salvation is the struggle that we deal with. And so temptation <laughs> comes along with us trying to let go. That's right. Of, 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 the, that's, of this that's world. Real. That's real. And, and, and so it's it's the process of those things that come about. And that's and so we're in the game and we're 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 in the struggle. And, and it's just but what we've learned from church right. is not to be transparent. That's true. <laughs> you know. Well we transparent here at Unseen Disciples. We've learned we're not to be down. transparent because if it's your church has trained us to wear this mask that nothing's wrong, I'm holding it together, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying, when really you're falling apart inside. Right. You know. And that's anti-biblical. Wow. Very much so. Yeah. Anti-scripture, mm -hmm. which should be the foundation for all of our actions as a believer or right. as an untamed disciple. Right. Um, the Bible says, confess your sins uh, one to another. Uh, and I'm actually going to bring up this scripture because I refer to it. First John. Um, Chapter oh, one. One? Is it yes. Two? yes. Chapter one. Again, uh, scripture that uh, that we need to hear on a, on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. uh, like you were saying, transparency. Mm -hmm. Let's keep it real. <laughs> we need, to, uh, you know, we need to be connected to the church and be authentic. And we need to be sharing our struggles. I mean, confessing some things to folks that we can confide in. People that are going to encourage us, walk with us, hold us accountable, right? But also help us to uh, to grow and to overcome some of these things that we're dealing with, right? Right. 
Uh, First John one nine. Yes. And uh, James five sixteen. If you want to pull up James five sixteen, I have First John here. Okay. <coughs> Pardon me. James what? Uh, James five six, and I have First uh, John one nine here. I'm loving this, brothers. This is what, oh, starting the year out like this? If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Wow. See, the devil works through isolation. Right. Oh, come on. Right. And this is from the root of sin. Um, mm -hmm. We see this uh, mm, not only through the garden, which is the most prevalent reference. Right. Uh, through Christian uh, talk, right. but also through Cain and Abel. Mm. Yes, yes. Also through uh, Moses versus Pharaoh. Right. You know, however, even in that, the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart intentionally. Mm -hmm. Right. Whereas we see it with uh, the Garden of Eden, obviously that is through um, Eve, mm -hmm. who was tempted when she was away from Adam who was her covering. Right. And she was deceived. And then um, Adam being yielded to temptation, yielded to her deception. Or right. I wouldn't say the deception of herself, but what she was deceived with. Yeah, Satan. Satan had you know, Because it wasn't going to be sin against all flesh until Adam had fell. But it was through Adam, or through Eve, that Satan was able to change God's uh, theocratic order. Mm -hmm. What he commanded, mm -hmm. his instruction to both of them. Yep. And so even in Cain and Abel where God saw Abel's, and, and I'll pull up uh, Hebrews 11, uh, 6, which is our untamed disciples' um, motto, okay. uh, or model scripture. Um, but it says um, where, where Abel's uh, uh, sacrifice was received of the Lord, um, versus Cain's yeah. wasn't. And Cain, seeing this, you know, anger grew in his heart against his brother. But that was done through isolation. Hmm. Whereas, you know, majority of the times you see in Scripture and majority of the times when someone falls, it's through isolation that people don't confess their sins to one another. As First John absolutely, chapter 1, verse 9 instructs us to, where we are to confess our sins to one another that we may become saved and we won't fall to unrighteousness. Right. And in Hebrews 11, 6, which is our uh, model scripture, it states, but without faith, and this is what she was talking about earlier, don't blink, but without faith it is impossible to please him. Mm -hmm. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is. Right. And that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek, seek him. him. So what we're doing as Untamed Disciples, what we're doing through Future Focus is diligently seeking God, diligently remaining future focus. That's right. Diligently remaining grounded, even though chaos and confusion, which God is not the author of, right. is going on around us. If you want to read James 5, 6 for us, uh, don't see. blink. Man, I'm having some problems with my phone. I'm, I got, I found the new living Translation. Mm -hmm. I got it right here. Um, let's see here. Is this? That's a decent tra translation. It is? Yeah, it's a decent one. All right. I used to read from that. You have condemned and killed innocent people 
who do not resist you. Is that the, that's what you want me to read? I want to make sure. James 5, 6. Yeah, it says. 5.16. I'm sorry. 16. Oh, brother. That is my fault. I said 5.6. <laughs> Confess your sins to each other and pray for each other. And I want to deal with this real quick for each other so that you may be healed. Um, that's, that's, that's what we're supposed to do. Yes. <laughs> yes. Do we do it? No, no, not consistently. Know, and, and and the thing about it is the fact condemnation that condemnation is what so, prevents us, sir. Right, condemnation. Not condemnation. only that is just the fact that, um, I mentioned you know one of my mentors, Apostle Vanessa R. Brooks. She was just saying on of her scopes that, you know, you got to be careful who you repent to. Mm. Can the congregation handle my repentance? Hmm. Yes or no? You know, so is Good that question? You you know. Who to confide in? Someone. Some of us have been through some, some, some. Our junk was toe up. Right. Our junk was toe up. In other words, so, you know, we came to the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> you like that? And so we came to the Lord. And, and, and so. Junk is toe up. Our junk was toe up. So, there, so for we was, you know, you know, we came. Oh, we you got know. you. And so it just, you know, we were just a mess. And so even sometimes us. We fall in a, a place of, of a black sitting, uh, a back slidden state of mind and concept. So <laughs> I'm talking self again. So can the church handle our repentance? Can we handle um, what we've been through, what we're dealing with, what we're fighting? And it's a fear of, no, you can't handle it. Hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. You the can't church. handle it. You're, you're going you're, you're gonna, to, and we see on social media that we, yeah, we attack each other. Yeah. We attack, you know, saying if we're not agreeing of it, you know, it's righteous judgment with the word of God, but then there's just right. straight up flat out opinions. Mm. I mean, the church has to handle it. We've been commanded by Christ. Commanded He's the head of the body of the church. We it. have to handle it. But can we handle it? Can we handle, hey, I'm a pedophile or I'm, I'm this, mm-hmm. I'm that. Uh, you know, and, and, wow. and, and this, this whole thing is going, I ain't going to mention what's going on, but it's like, Right. You I, know, will, I will take someone out. Hmm. So right. I'm willing to commit well, see, a sin if this happens to my. So well, it's just, it's just, yeah. you know, it's, it's it's just that we have to, I believe the body of Christ, I know we're going to, go, we're going to be persecuted for what's about to happen to us as far as, mm-hmm. you know, and I've been saying this for years, the new racism is not black and white, right. Chinese, Mexican, the new racism is. Saved and unsaved, Christians hmm. and non Christians. Mm. The kingdom of wow. God versus the right. kingdom of And so I feel that's the new ra- that's the yeah. ultimate racism, but I feel that we're gonna have to be so forgiving and so loving mm-hmm. to this generation. <laughs> yes. To wow. ourselves. You know, I, I, that's right. <laughs> you know, and, and we're gonna have to and it's gonna look like we're just accepting everything coming through the front door. It's not, but you got to love. You got to love through Well, it. see, we have to accept it through the front door initially. Right. Okay. But there is a remnant and a refinement that has to take place within the body. Right. Of course. So it is our job as believers to understand the times and know what to do. Right. So if someone's struggling, let's, let's scenario. We're in service and a transgender individual walks through the front door. Right. Okay. All right. And they are convicted, and they want to change their ways. Now, what they've done has been done. Right. Maybe they can go, but I don't know the details of that. Mm-hmm. But what we have to understand is we have to be willing as servants of God 
to have the proper dispensation and discernment in order to receive that person, love them through their correction and love them through correction. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and if yeah. they are unyielding to that correction, which is based upon scripture uh-huh. and not opinion. Right, right. Then, if they're not yielding to it, then we have to dismiss that individual from that's, the congregation, that's, that's and that is what Scripture instructs us to do. We talked about this last week on Future Focus, right. where Paul recognized that there was a member who was fornicating with his father's wife, which right. was his stepmother, right. and the saints allowed him to still operate and function within the church, and they actually started to brag upon his sin. Come on now. Which is not the which is unbecoming of a believer right Right. you see what i'm saying so endorsing sin either publicly or privately is an issue yes you shouldn't endorse sin at all right huge issue and and that's i mean it's interesting because we come in all of us have before we came to christ we were slaves to sin right Mm -hmm. we were under the bondage of sin, That's good. Our, our, our perspective, and of course our life, we lived it out. Mm-hmm. So we all came through the door, like, you know, maybe not, maybe transgender or hom- uh, gay, lesbianism, whatever, wasn't our sin. Yeah, but or alcoholism, it doesn't whatever matter. it is. Yeah. Lying, right. gossiping, adultery, fornicating. Mm-hmm. There's two major sins that the Bible talks about that Christ, right. even in the book of Revelation, when he said, John, I want you to give this information to the church. They need mm-hmm. this before I return. Two sins that he dealt with, sexual sin and idolatry. Mm. That is still impacting those that and I know it's general, but those two things are still impacting the church today. But the key is, and you said it when they walk through the door, if they have a desire to turn from sin, they're tired of it. If they have a desire to now live for Christ and receive the life that he has with them, where we drop the ball is we expect Sunday to do everything. Right. Ah, we expect what happens good. on a Sunday morning that's that the good. pastor's going to preach in such a way that, you know, all throughout the week, our lives are going to be, you know, we're, mm. we're going to be able to overcome anything. <laughs> Where we drop the ball is we need to connect him with a man or woman. Well, if he's a man, connect yeah, him yeah. with a man, woman, connect him with a woman. Right. Interdiscipleship. Daily, exchange right. numbers. Right. So that we can help you now that. Understand the decision that you made and the commitment that you made, but right. how to live that out. That's where we've dropped the ball. And that's why sexual sin, there's which there's a little accountability, but there's not enough. I mean, saying, look, walking with a person in such a way that we know each other. We know what we're dealing with. And we're, I'm, I, you know me so well, you can speak into my life and, and, and I'll, I'll receive your criticism. And if you're checking me, I'm good, I'm good with that because I know you love me. So it's all through relationship and discipling. Yes, yes, it is. That's, that's how. That's, that's part of that's, the deliverance. That's the actual church, not where we're sitting, because we used to be in a studio. Right. Now right. we're in a sanctuary. Yeah. Right. It don't matter where you at. It's a matter how you function as a believer right. and as you function as a body. We could be doing this on the side of the street. Right. Does that make us less anointed? Does that no. make us less and take anointing out of the equation? Does that make us less saved? <laughs> right. See what I'm saying? Right. Now. Right. We shouldn't sit in the seat of the scornful, right. and we shouldn't sit amongst those that are procuring sin. Right. However, right. what I'm saying is the church needs to function as the church, as it says scripturally, regardless of denomination, regardless of quote-unquote race, regardless of Whatever. physical attributes. Sure. Because God deals with the heart. And as you said, Ukali, um, Jesus addressed two major sins or two major fallings from grace, which was sexual immorality Mm -hmm. 
in idolatry. Sure. And when you think about it, any sin is a form of idolatry because we're choosing that function as a human over being uh, subject to God. Right. Very true. So when we lie, lying and being dishonest has become our idol. When we uh, fornicate, sexual perversion has become our idol. Right. When we drink and become drunk, uh, libations has become our idol. When we That's fall true. to uh, different um, substances mm-hmm. and it has become our addiction, we have chosen that as our idol, as our God in that mm-hmm. very moment. Now, I'm not saying that all of us here are perfect because I know I'm not. I struggle with, right. and I talk about this in my music, uh-huh. I struggle with lust. I struggle with lusting type giants. I struggle with um, fornication because unfortunately, I'm not a virgin. Right. And so what I've realized is the Lord has created that as a, um, a vehicle for pro- for procreation. But if you take part in that before marriage, you're going to be struggling with something that he created for good. But in the context of his divine order, right. you're going to have the desire to do so. That's right. right. Outside. So it's going to be harder for you. So right. what I'm saying is. Just as I confess this to y'all on Facebook Live, and I confess it, I confess it to my brothers all the time. Right. We have to do that. Hey, man, I'm struggling with this right now. Such and such hit me up. Right. Even though I, you know, we talked about this a few nights ago. You know, I recently mm-hmm. did. Um, I'm not. I'm not going to bring it up because that person might be watching. But basically, right. I did some press, and that person hit me up to hang out later. Right. And I didn't respond because I didn't want to yield to temptation because what I realize is and, and some people may not realize this. I'm not trying to eat up our time here. Wow. I'm actually going to give us and we more got time. some folks uh, who are watching us live. Right. It might be some questions there or it might be some, uh, yeah, some right. points that that are uh, being made that, you know, that yeah. we may want to um, to oh, even we, look at we and got, acknowledge. So, well, we got time. We got time. We got time. Okay. Okay. time. So, okay. so basically what I'm saying is as a man. We are given authority. We are given dominion. So what the Lord showed me is this. As a believer or as a man, first and foremost, the reason why a lot of people say, well, why is she such a good woman? Why is she with this bad dude? It's because men have a divine, I would say, gift. Because gifts come without repentance. A divine gift to be authoritative over a woman who may have good intentions of changing an individual or um, may uh, just be a good woman but is attracted to someone who is um, not good for them. Mm. You see what I'm saying? So even, and this is rampant as well, because even as a believer, I'm sure there are certain people that know that there is, um, how do you say, church playboys right which is sad you see what i'm saying so outside of church playboys or even in the world you know playboys men have the ability which they shouldn't exercise to lead someone into temptation because of their divine right as a man right now lord willing a, a young lady uh sees the signs and sees the foolery that um, is coming her way. Um, so I don't, I don't always fault the woman for being trapped up in a bad relationship. Right. Because no. it's more on the responsibility as a man. And, and I say that because it's from experience where I've been in relationships 
and I didn't understand why I was more convicted than the person that I was with, people that have been delivered. We've been delivered. Delivered. <laughs> yeah, let's oh not even go there. No, when we've come to Christ, we've been born of the Spirit, born again, right? So He's yes. given God's Spirit dwells in us, and we've been we've been given power and victory over sin. Right. Now, living that out is the challenge, and that's where right. the church comes in. I'm going to read something real quick, and then we can get to some of what some of the comments. Uh, it's right. Romans chapter six. Minutes, so go ahead. We got plenty of time. Okay, Romans chapter six. It says. Um, and, you know, I'm going to kind of skip around, but starting with verse one, are we to continue in sin that grace may abound? Now that we've been delivered. Right. Now that right. we've been set free from sin, now right. that we have uh, been given God's spirit, a new heart, new mind, right. and a new life. Right. Are we to continue in sin that grace may abound? Ooh, Genesis, uh, I'm sorry, Romans 6, 1 through Romans 6. Yes. It's, uh, verse 2 says, by no means. Mm -hmm. this, is, this is the Apostle Paul, and he's speaking to Gentile believers. Right. By no means. How can we who died to sin still live in it. Look at the position that Paul says that we're in. Right. We're now dead to sin. And, and this is how he explains it. Do you know that all of us, all of us, right? Right. Every believer, every person who has committed their life to Christ, who have been baptized into Christ Jesus, were baptized into his death. Do you mm -hmm. know that your old man is dead? Do you know you were baptized into that? When Christ died, you died with him. Mm, right. We were buried, therefore, with him by baptism into death. Right. In order that, Check this out. In order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, mm -hmm. we too might walk in newness of life. So that, needs to, that needs to be taught. <laughs> now that you've come to Christ, your old man is dead. And that's part of yes, baptism. Sir. That's why we baptize people in water. It's right. a demonstration. It's mm -hmm. a public demonstration. Right. That when you go down, that man is buried. When you come up, that, that demonstrates the, the new man that you have become or new woman that you have become through Christ. Right. And now the work, now the battle begins. Spiritual warfare. Mm -hmm. Now that training needs to happen. Encouragement needs to happen. Support needs to happen. And get this, accountability needs to happen. Paul is asking, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. are, are you supposed to continue in sin? I mean, now that God's, you've experienced God's grace, are you supposed to in con continue in that so that it continues to abound? Paul is saying, wait a minute, folks. That should not be named among us. By no means should we be doing that. And right. then he explains, don't you know who you are positionally? And don't you know where you are positionally? Let's help you walk that out. By mm -hmm. the power of God's spirit. And like you said, Stephen, if we isolate ourselves, if we only come on a Sunday and don't get connected to other men and other women throughout Monday, the week, Monday through Sunday or Sunday to Sunday, we're, we're going to we'll find ourselves without the help and support of our our uh, brothers and sisters in Christ. Right. We'll find ourselves losing more of these battles, losing some of these battles, battles that we could win if we had somebody speaking into our life, encouraging us and and holding us accountable, but doing it because you love me. You're mm -hmm. not, you're not, you're not addressing my sin. Yeah. I'm struggling with pornography or I'm struggling with, uh, it could be overeating, lying, gossiping, Gluttony, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But if I have some people walking with me who really are in my corner, love mm -hmm. me, they're going to hold me accountable and they're yeah. going to walk with me and help me to overcome those things. That's, it, that's what the church needs to be about. It, it, it's funny. I agree. And I just posted a link to a song. We covered this about four years ago. Right. Red Fort, uh, don't lose control. That very control. scripture that he just quoted, but go ahead. I was just going to say to that, basically that uh, you said accountability, which is so paramount, you know, right. so so needed. And so um, before we deal with the questions, um, that's huge. That's that's there's business strategies. 
<laughs> that yeah. hold you accountable mm-hmm. <laughs> in business. So why shouldn't we do that in the body of Christ? It's, just, it's a on. biblical strategy, right. a biblical principle, you know, a commandment, mm-hmm. and that is yet it's not being fulfilled. Um, and so this is where you want a devout disciple, you know, one that is not so highly minded to yes. do those things because yes. you got to be gentle with people That's that true. are, you know, uh, wisdom, using wisdom. wisdom and being delicate mm-hmm. in certain areas because the person who is doing that may not realize that there's this, their dysfunction. They may not realize his general curse on their family. Right. You know, they may not realize why am I doing what I'm doing? Uh, they don't want to deal with what, why they're doing what they want to do. They just want to, the fulfillment of this gives me peace in this area because whatever I'm dealing with, you know, I'm finding fulfillment in that. Mm-hmm. And so the way I enjoy it or I think I enjoy it. Right. You know, and, and you know, I'll, I'll deal with the consequence of the guilt after I do what I like to do. Wow. Yeah. And, and, and so. Oh, my goodness. You said something <laughs> right there. Because it's a lot of folks at that mindset. And, and, and yeah. so I'm willing to deal with the kind of, I see it all the time on my job that I'll deal with the consequence. And the when consequence it comes is not that bad, you know, because right. the fulfillment of what I like is greater than the consequence that I'm suffering. And that, is, wh- world. that is why the uh, Bible constituted and why God constituted prophets right. to receive the word of the Lord and reprimand those in leadership after. Uh, Israel wanted to leave the theocratic rule and be under a democracy right, or a king, a president. Right. Sidebar, you know, and we'll be talking about this next week. Um, within two days, we will be uh, having the president-elect Donald Trump. Mm. Yes, we will. Inaugurated into office. Um, and a lot of, I'm praying. Uh, <laughs> A lot of people are saying, well, why, you know, some people are calling certain individuals um, derogatory terms for meeting with the president elect. Man. Um, And a lot of one person in particular was saying uh, in my friend's request or friend's feed, we're saying that we should consider it an honor. Um, And while I respect authority because it is his divine uh, ultimate plan. Right. Um. I do not receive it an honor uh, depending because it's debatable to receive it as an honor because we see through text, through Old Testament, Joshua, who was under Egyptian rule. We see Daniel, who was under Joseph, sorry, Joseph, who was under Egyptian rule. And we see um, as well as Israel being under so many different kingdoms, Mm -hmm. you know, through Daniel and the Hebrew boys. Right. You know what I'm saying? Babylon. Right, you know what I'm saying, Babylon and um, Persia, Persia, who are under these kingdoms, um, but still functioned as a believer. You see what I'm saying? Right, and right. so served to a degree as they're requested. Now, if the government is asking me to do a certain thing and it's contrary to God's divine order, then I'm not going to become subject to that because God, that's it. despite who is running the earth at the given time, is my ultimate authority. That's right. And so that's why we got to conv- you know, confess our sins to one another as um, James 5, 16, not 6. <laughs> right. James 5, 16 instructs us as well as 1 John 1, 9. And uh, Ukali, the uh, scripture you brought up earlier, which is Romans 6, 1 through 6, mm-hmm. I believe. You sure. Know, know ye not that so many of us were baptized and in Jesus Christ were baptized unto his death. Therefore, we have 
buried with him by baptism through death, that life as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also shall walk in newness of life. There it is. Right. Love it. So we so oh, man, I'm clipping. So we as um as untamed disciples as Christians have to uh keep this at the forefront and as a priority. You know, right. if we're struggling, if you're struggling Find somebody you can confide in. They can't see me. That's why I, I tilted it this way. Right. Um, but um, as a, you know, and you could be seen too, but uh, you're good, you're good. Um, as as uh, a believer, we have to keep this, as you said, Ukali, at, at the forefront of our minds and, and confide in one another, actually behave as a church in and out <laughs> How about of that? every week. You know what I'm saying? Not just meeting at the hotel where we have our services at the conference not just meeting at a dedicated building not just meeting at the right, coffee house right, not right. just meeting at a home wherever you have church um you know to worship wherever you come together to worship because church should be a fluid thing a life happenstance yes, not sir. happenstance but right. a life action yes, sir. so we have to function as such and see accountability it doesn't start when we get to the this building where believers come to worship, it's got to start in our home. Mm -hmm. We need to be husbands and wives are accountable to one another. The children are accountable to mom and dad. That's where it's got to start. The standard, Christ didn't lower the standard because he poured out grace, poured out his spirit on everybody. The standard is still high, isn't it? Be yes. holy as God is holy. Mm -hmm. Right. We are now through Christ. We have been made the righteousness of God. We're to live by that standard. You know, we as the church, we need to and we need to do our part, brothers, to make sure that that standard isn't lower in our own lives and to make sure that standard is it remains high in the lives of our brothers and sisters in Christ. Right. And then we help one another to live that out because we can. Is the power of God in us. Does it give us the strength to live out a holy life? Does it? Mm -hmm. I mean, are we able by the power of God? Are we able to live a holy life? Yes. Yes, we can. It's a decision. Whatever we choose to do becomes our master. If we choose sin. It's going to lead to death. Right. Mm -hmm. If we choose uh, righteousness, if we choose obedience to God, then it's going to lead to righteousness. Ooh. And the precursor to James 5.16 is James 5.15. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick and the Lord shall raise him up. And if he have committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. Come on now. Confess your faults one to another. See, if you don't confess it, you won't be delivered. Right. You have to have faith. But if you don't confess your sins, how's God going to Because confession, doesn't you? that speak to humility? Yes. You humble, you, I mean, you, you're confessing. You know, I'm not saying that I've never I, sinned. I, I have sinned. Because if you don't confess, how are you going to be saved? Because you have to have faith. You can't have faith <laughs> and ask for salvation wow. because you're agreeing that, Lord, according to your wills and, and your way, I am wrong. Right. And I'm confessing that I am wrong. But if right. you're saying, Lord, save me and you don't confess your sins, then you're actually acting out <laughs> out of the box. Right. You know, I wouldn't say out of the box, but out of his alignment. Sure. And so uh, verse 16, it says, confess your faults one to another and pray for one another. Then here's the key, that ye may be healed in the effectual fervent prayer. We have to diligently seek him. The wow. effectual, it won't be effectual unless we confess. Confess and The I effectual say. fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. And so... Through our unrighteousness and accepting that we are unrighteous, we are made righteous. Wow. So we have to accept yeah. our faults and confess those faults to one another so that we can be closer to God. In personal confession, I noticed something happens to you. 
I mean, you're transformed. I mean, you're literally you shift something over your life. That's true. When <laughs> you confess, I just, I'm I just, a you know, you know, you have to, you have to really, really acknowledge that you something happens to you mm-hmm. when you confess the right way. I'll say you confess the right way because you confess. <laughs> that's what I that. You confess. The, you can confess the wrong way. That's true. <laughs> Definitely to the wrong person. To the wrong, the wrong, wrong people. Wrong so. people the wrong way, which which is no deliverance. Or what is that? Mm-hmm. What am I? What is, okay, so you know, it's just that basically you have to really, really be willing to do it the right way as guys say it, mm-hmm. right? Because Amen. you could be talking about being transparent, and no deliverance come because you could be bragging about something, something you find enjoyment in your confession, right? That's true. Ooh. So you have to you have mm. to be willing to be tired of. And realize what is how it's detrimental detrimental to your whole being, and, and you want to be able to, you want to be able to let it go, and that's what is important. That's what's important, and you must really, really, really have no issue with confession. So it's a, uh, it's um, yes, sir. It's just something that has to be done. It, it's uh, that, that's and it's a powerful confession demonstrates the power of God because the Holy Spirit in the life of a believer does, well, the Holy Spirit poured out on the world right. does three things. It convicts the world of sin, number one, right? Right. Convicts the world of righteousness, and it convicts the world of God's coming judgment. Right. So, your confessing, my confessing, our confessing sin shows that we're responding to the convicting work or the convicting power of the Holy Spirit. It shows right. humility. Right. And it's going to help. Like you said, it brings some peace of mind when I finally let that go. I'm not holding on to it anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, man, I've been struggling with pornography and I'm able to share it with my brothers. Right. And you all, you, you may have a similar testimony. You may not. But you encouraging me. I mean, you're going right. to check me. Look, brother, man, you married. That's going to destroy. It, it can destroy your marriage. Mm-hmm. Right. But let's let's stay in contact with one another because that's been my experience at, 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 you know, at times in the past. I want to help you overcome right. that. Right. That's what's up. That's what is. That's how the church is supposed to function. Mm-hmm. And, uh, right. and as 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 believers are interconnecting, you know, as the feet, as the hands, the body should function. Um, and we have to we have to hold each other accountable because if we don't, we can't walk in agreement because the foot's going right and the hands going left. Come on! Right. Wow, don't we see that? You we know, see that a lot. So. Um, and when and conflict resolution instructs us that uh, if I have a problem with don't blink or a collie, I go to them first. Yes, sir. Right. And I say, hey, I have we got this issue we need to address. And if that brother, uh, and if it's anti-scriptural, not opinion-based, okay. and they're unrepentative, then I go to the church. You know, right. a, a, a mutual authority. And and then if they still unrepentative. You know, then we take it to the courts, or then we take it, you know, to an sure. elevated stance, or we might have to dismiss that brother. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, right. if you confess the sins to one another, and that person's like, "Well, I, you shouldn't feel a certain way about," you know, or I don't feel that this is an issue. Well, then we might have to dismiss that brother. So, be encouraged. Be yes, blessed. Sir. Yes, sir. We love y'all. We love y'all. Hey, Thank you for commenting. Please, please. Hey, future focus, this everybody. This is Crown uh, One signing off for the Ucali second time. White. Don't blink next Wednesday. Please stay tuned. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Friday, this show will be available. Be sure to subscribe to us on Google Play and on the podcast app. Check out capemusicrecords.com. God represent. God bless.